Hey everyone, it's Booty, and you're listening to Seven Questions. Today's guest is my friend Dan Fuchs. Dan is the founding publisher and chief revenue officer of HDTV Magazine, a Hearst and Scripps joint venture publication. Under Fuchs' leadership, HDTV Magazine was named Ad Age Launch of the Year in 2012 and since then has earned numerous industry accolades and is frequently recognized as one of Hearst's most profitable print properties. Dan has worked at Hearst for 15 years, starting as the associate publisher of startup Lifetime Magazine, and then moving to O The Oprah Magazine as associate publisher of advertising, where he helped lead the ad sales team to record profitability. Dan came to Hearst after a decade at Condé Nast, where he held sales and management positions at Bon Appetit and Self Magazines. He started his career in the media planning department at J. Walter Thompson after graduating from Princeton University in 1991. He lives in Manhattan with his wife and their two daughters. Hi, this is Booty, and you're listening to Seven Questions. Seven Questions is where I ask world leaders and people I find fascinating seven questions. Today, I am so honored to have a friend who I've known since I graduated college uh, and got my first start here where we're currently located at Hearst Magazines or Hearst Corporation. They have way more than magazines. Uh, Mr. Fuchs, how are you? I'm good, Jeff. How are you doing? Very well, very well. Um, it's been a while. I ran into you at the gym. It has. Uh, it has. Where I typically yeah. run into you. Yeah. But uh, for those who don't know, in this city. In this city, I'm, <laughs> we're in New York, by the way. And um, my first job uh, here, or because t- I was an intern at Hearst, I, and I started at Hearst um, newspapers. But yeah. then, separate from that, like my real full time was working with you. Uh, at O Magazine. We did some really cool stuff. Really cool stuff. And travel. I, I still remember <laughs> working really hard on certain events and, yep. and, and maybe uh, having a little too much fun at a particular event in Miami. But we won't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we won't talk about that. In, no. in particular. Good but, times. Uh, good times. But always like to see you. And, Likewise. Uh, and, and, and look how far we've come. Yeah. Both of us. Yeah. yeah. No, seriously, for you, congratulations. I mean, you were at the time, you know, associate publisher yeah. of O Magazine. And now you're publisher and chief revenue officer is, is that's, a, that's, that's correct. incredible yeah yeah that's got a so vice cool. president title too and vice president yeah. i mean how does that feel um it feels good you know we actually talk a lot at the magazine about um look how far we've come moments mm. and i actually think personally everybody should talk about those mm. whether it's in your work or your health or your relationships there's a lot to be said about just looking back over you know where was i a year ago where was i five years ago and mm. professionally you know, HGTV is this big brand that everybody knows about on TV, but no one really knew if it would be a successful magazine. So over what's now eight years to put together um, a great product that people like. Mm-hmm. And uh, Has it eight, been eight years already? It's, it's been eight years. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, and, and, and a really strong business. So, uh, so we'll talk more, but I'm pretty excited about it because... Um, it shows what hard work can do. It can. It, it, it shows the power of print mm-hmm. is still alive and well. Yeah. Um, and it shows that if you put something out there that either people haven't seen before, uh, consumers will come running and they'll pay money for it too. Yeah. So, uh, so, so thank you for acknowledging it. We're pretty proud of uh, yeah, what we've accomplished that's here. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, so you've heard of seven questions. You, I have. You, I have. You've been nominated. Yes, the, bo- uh, the box looks a little different than what, <laughs> how I pictured it. Everyone's always surprised. It, this box, it started off this way because I, had to, I thought, what could I do? Because I've been around all types, and I'm like, something that's just so crazy because no one expects that it's going to look like this. Um, but it, it's always a conversation. Uh, yeah, for, for the listeners, this is sort of like maybe sort of a grandma motif. It's very floral and very pretty. But, um, you know, if you're looking at a next generation, maybe I'll put you in touch with the editors at HGTV Magazine and we can talk uh, perfect, color perfect. patterns. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> but I, am, I, am, I, am, I am eager and ready to go. All right, cool. Um, well, I'm excited to have you. So this is how it works. You pick seven questions. Yep. Now you can either um, pick them and I read the question. Or you just pick it and read it yourself. Which one would you prefer? Um, I'll pick you read. All right. I'll answer. Question number one. What's the lesson that's taking you the longest to learn? Wow. The lesson that's taking me the longest to learn. At the the grand old age of um, 49. All right. Um... I, th- I think it's sort of taken a while. Um, call it belief, call it self-belief, mm-hmm. call it faith, call it sort of trust. Um, sometimes you just have to sort of let things be if you're doing the right things. Like I always sort of look back on things and was like, well, d- did, did I give it my all? Did I try my hardest? Mm-hmm. Um, was I fair? Was I honest? Um, and if I did all those things, I look back, things do tend to really work out. It's when we know that we haven't really done right by ourselves mm. or by our business partner that maybe we don't things work out. And, you know, I've been, I've been in, the, in the business world now for 25 years or something, and I still say to myself, you know what, why don't you let yourself understand that you did work hard on it and maybe it will be okay. You know, I think, I think those of us that are particularly ambitious might be a little harder on mm-hmm. ourselves in some way maybe that motivates us but uh sometimes you got to put it out there in the universe and let it happen and uh i'm still trying to learn that along the way mm. oh thank you for sharing that that's deep that's wisdom <laughs> 49 years of wisdom question one yeah. now i've shaved my beard so yeah. i look a little younger than my 49 but uh, you look great i'm like you always look like a baby to me even <laughs> 10 years ago plus i'm like Crazy. I didn't realize you were in your forties. By the way, listeners, these uh, these questions are laminated. They also, are laminated, which is also very impressive. <laughs> All right, this one's fun. If you were an animal, which one would you want to be? Would I want to be? That's so weird. So the first thing that pops in my head is a tiger, and um, so I'll admit some some my college alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> the mascot is the tigers. Of course, that isn't that interesting. Uh, but, I, but I've always liked orange as a color. Mm. Uh, but a tiger is a pretty badass animal. Yeah, I, I guess. Okay, it is. And and and, and, it, and it's a predator, mm-hmm. but it's got great style. I have mm. to say, also. So that might be a little aspirational <laughs> for me. You know, I, I, I you know, I, I maybe I'm not sure what animal I actually am. Am <laughs> it's um, like this is what I would want to be versus. Yeah. In the animal kingdom, where would I fit now? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but I'll put myself up there. All right, well, yeah. do it. Why not? Yeah. This is, you know, this is where you, if you like, you said, if you don't put it out there. Right. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> and what was your? What school did you go to? I went to Princeton. Princeton. Yeah. All right. To those alum. Yeah. Orange and black. Question three. Undefeated this year, by the way. Really? You should know. Ah. 
love it. People are going to be commenting. Uh, question three, what makes you feel most alive today? What makes me feel most alive today? It's going to sound corny, but um, my family does, mm. particularly my kids. And my kids are like old now. They're getting older. Yeah. How old yeah. are they now? So um, my oldest will be 18 soon. Oh my God. And my youngest will be 15 soon. So I have two teenage daughters. Wow. And um, they, they made me feel a lot like, it, it, and, and technology's helped in a lot of ways. Because like now when I get on the subway in the morning, I go to my daughter's playlist on Spotify. And I know all this cool new music yeah, that I did yeah, not yeah. know about before. Um, I've got one kid who's really into sort of like, you know, progressive rock and maybe some deeper soulful type stuff. Mm -hmm. And I've got one who's into like hardcore gangster rap. <laughs> and it's sort of a strange dichotomy of the two. Yeah. Um, but, you know, children are, are amazing because like they're constantly growing mm -hmm. and they're changing and they've got different perspectives on the world. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know that, that keeps that keeps me on top of things. On top of things, but, sure, I can't imagine. Yeah, like, pushes you to to, yeah. to experience yeah, things that, because you're the, in your own world. But you, you, the, the word about feeling alive mm -hmm. in a way too, when you see sort of a living thing mm -hmm. that you've sort of mm -hmm. seen from like that smaller stage, grow up along wow. the way, um, and you can learn a lot from kids. Yeah, too, mm -hmm. a lot from them. Um, mm -hmm. Kids really want you to listen mm -hmm. to them, and I think sometimes adults are too easy to sort of dismiss them in a way. Mm -hmm. um, but I get a lot of wisdom from my kids. That's cool. Yeah. Maybe they should do seven questions. Maybe they we'll should, see. yeah. As long as they don't answer about me. I uh, know, no. no. <laughs> Question four. Doing well. How are you doing so far? We're doing well. Yeah, that's good. All right. There, by the way, there are more than seven questions in this They box, are folks, more than seven. In case you're wondering. All right. Well, I like this question actually for you. You've had, to me, an incredible career. Um, you're still young. Um, do you believe in luck? Uh, 100%. <laughs> Absolutely 100%. Um, but luck sort of combines with faith. And so, so you and I have this in common that we worked for the Oprah magazine. Mm -hmm. And when you work with Oprah Winfrey, you start to really believe a lot of the stuff that mm -hmm. she sort of talks about. Yeah. And some of her aphorisms are, are really very basic things. You know, doubt means don't. Mm -hmm. That's like the simplest thing ever. Yeah. You know, do I want to hang out with that person? Mm -hmm. Do I want to walk down the street? <laughs> do I want to take this job? Yeah, I don't know if I do. Doubt means don't. Then, mm. then, then sort of don't do it. Um, but I've put myself out there in a few ways. You know, my first job at this company was at a magazine that folded in about nine months. Mm. And within 24 hours of not having that job, I wound up at the Oprah magazine. I so, don't think I even knew that oh, story. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's one of the reasons why I, I, I'm such a fan of this company, why I'm so loyal to this company, mm -hmm. is... Um, you know, I rolled the dice yeah. on coming here for, for, for a publication that was in sort of a challenging circumstance. It was a joint venture that, yeah. we, that, that we had um, with, with another company, and, um, and it didn't work out. Mm. Um, so that was pretty unlucky. But then within 24 hours, they're like, you know what? You've worked hard for us here. We see potential for you, and we found the way to make this work. I and love so, that. Yeah. Um, so I feel very lucky in that regard. And then also, you know, I was very ambitious and I kept saying to my boss, I've been an associate publisher for a while. I want to be a publisher. Yeah. Three years in, I want to be a publisher. Yeah. He's like, you'll get there, <laughs> but, but it's got to be the right thing for you. Mm. So three years became four, became five, became six, became seven, eight years as the number two person. And those were great eight years. Mm. And then my first publisher job, I get to run this business with HGTV Magazine. Yeah. yeah. Um, pretty lucky. 
you know, you know that this business came around to us. But at the same time, there are things like patience and, mm. and belief that sort of pay off too. But um, yeah, I'm patience a, and persistence. That's actually I have for those who don't know. Oh, you do right um, there. I have. These are my two um, words that I am constantly so cool. looking at. Booty's uh, got the double bracelets. Yes, people. patient double and, P. It's my whole okay. part of my aura. Is All right, well, maybe you can get an anklet that says luck. Luck. On it, too. <laughs> luck. We'll luck. balance it out. Combination. But you were patient and persistent in wanting to eventually run, um, you know, to be a publisher. I wanted, I wanted to have that responsibility. Yeah. I wanted to move that number one. And, and I will tell you... Um, it's much harder than, yeah. <laughs> than, than I thought it was, but it has been as good as I thought it would be. Mm. All the things that I thought would be cool about it yeah. um, have been that way, cool. and that's been great. And now we're at this really fascinating time in the media business, which is both exciting and terrifying mm-hmm. at the same time. And um, I'm, I'm a believer that, you know, if I can be a little lucky, yep. the future will be okay. That's incredible. I'm like, well, I'm glad you believe in luck. Some people, it's always an interesting question for me. Um, but yeah, I agree with you know all that you just said. Yeah. All right. Question five. Ooh. So we still spoke about your kids. This is question five, guys. What advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, to my younger self, uh, I think it goes to that that first question about longest to learn, mm-hmm. which is kind of chill out a little bit too. Mm-hmm. And and I see this a lot because you know. You look around this tower, we've got people of all ages here, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited to see young people who want to work in media. Um, and so the advice that I sort of give to them more, you know, I don't know which side is patience and which side is persistence, yeah. but um, I think patience is something that I did not have as much when mm-hmm. I was younger, and I see a lot of young people don't, because particularly if you're excited and ambitious, you're like, boom, next thing, next I know, thing. you're ready. Um, <laughs> and, and with our millennial employees, um, I see it as nothing. I, I think it's great that they're impatient, meaning like they want more, they mm-hmm. want to do more, they want to make more of a mark today. Um, but sometimes there's there's the benefit of being patient over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in eight years spent being the number two person at Oprah, I, I learned a ton. I saw mm-hmm. amazing things happen in the business. I met some really great people, and I still sort of wound up where 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 I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so I would say to uh, younger Dan Fuchs, you know, coming out of college, a, you know, don't drink so much and be a little more patient. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for keeping it real. All right. Question I six. I like that guy. Yeah. Young Dan Fuchs. Yo, a lot man. of fun to young, hang out with. Young Jeff Booty. <laughs> younger. I'm like, all right. <laughs> oh yeah. This is a good one. What's your motivation to succeed? So now you're at the top of the magazine. Yeah. What's motivating you to sit like? Well, there's a lot. There's there's more to come. There's so, more to come. Okay. So I just celebrated 15 years at this company. Oh, congratulations! And, uh, thank you. And um, it's been super cool. 15 years. And I sat down with my boss the other day, and he's like, "Okay, 15 down, 15 to go." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know if I can make another 15 years. That's yeah. sort of that's sort of exhausting." Um, but you know, my motivation to succeed is. Um, it, it really comes from myself, mm. actually. Like my family is just—they just sort of like me being happy and and, and and what I'm doing and bringing that sense of accomplishment home. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've always sort of got my eye on the next thing, mm-hmm. and the patience part's been good because now I'm like, well, 
if you work hard, you can get there, and you don't need to get there at a mm -hmm. certain time frame. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm motivated to succeed because when I feel like I could do more. Okay. And I feel like with anyone, and there's a job, there's a point in every job where you feel like you may not be bored with the job, you may not not like it, but there's a feeling where you feel like I could be doing more. Mm. And uh, and I don't really necessarily more for the company or for more for yourself. Mm. And it could be learning some new skill. It could be shaking things up. It gets harder as you get older because mm -hmm. you got more responsibilities and you become, I think, a little more risk averse mm -hmm. in a way. Um, but I'm motivated to succeed by knowing that there's always going to be more that I'm going to want to do. And that's kind of an exciting thing to uh, to do. There's a little bit of a be careful what you wish for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I think that's how successful people sort of get to where they are. Yeah. You know, I, I read about some of these people who are, you know have made billions of dollars running their own companies, and they can't they can't do anything but work still. Yeah. And, and it's it's not about a money thing for them. Mm -hmm. So um, so my motivation I think always is going to be like, what's that next thing, and what can I learn more, mm -hmm. um, and what can I do more for me, honestly. Mm. I like that. Thank you for sharing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's deep. What can you do more for me? I think for those listening, I think that's something we should all take away is, you know, thinking about yourself and and as in any job or any position, um, if it's not challenging you, how can you be challenged? Uh, you know, to if not stay, move on to the next thing. I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm like thinking through your words now like mm -hmm. deep, deep last question see Booty's gonna quit his job I'm gonna quit mine no. Yeah. no no board no uh, uh -huh. investors not quitting yeah. not quitting my full time <laughs> <laughs> last question okay ooh this is a fun one who would you like to meet that you haven't yet and why obviously you've met someone that most people want to meet who's Oprah I have uh, uh -huh. But this one's fun because I'm curious. Who would you like to meet that you haven't, and why? Um, Who's alive? <laughs> and I would like to meet, but I haven't. Um, He's met everyone, guys. It's it's every. <laughs> all right. So so this might be. Can be someone I met for like a second, but I didn't really get to talk to. It could be. <laughs> okay. We can count that. So so I'm also so I'm a big sports fan. Mm -hmm. Um and and I'm always and, and whenever I do and, and sales and sports are sort of together in similar ways because yeah. a lot of them are. You know, sales is a team sport. You got to work together. There are successes. There are victories. Um, there's so many analogies you can make. So whenever I'm presenting to our team, whenever we do a national sales meeting, I've always got a sports analogy in some mm. way. And. Michael Jordan is always in that presentation for a variety of, of different reasons. And so, full disclosure, when Oprah did her last show at the United Center, there was an after party, and I got to go to that party. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, 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 you know, all everyone this fame, every, yeah. everyone, like, everyone <laughs> yeah, was yeah. there, you know. Stevie was there, Aretha mm -hmm. was there, like, everybody's there. But Michael was there, sitting in the corner. And I'm like, you know, you, you can't really talk to the celebrities. But yeah. I said, like, I, I got to go over there. <laughs> and so it was probably about 30 seconds. But I said, hi. I shook his hand. Told him I was a Knicks fan. He broke my heart many times. Um, <laughs> coming to the garden and ruining our playoff dreams. But what was cool about it is he showed up. People wanted his autograph. He's like, no, I'm, I'm really just here for Oprah. Oprah came. He went up to her. He just said, congratulations on a great career and a great run. Mm -hmm. Did a lot for the city of Chicago. And then he left. Yeah. He was just there really to pay his respect. So um, to me, to, to meet with him, because how do, how do you push yourself as you get 
in, in a career that's physical, mm-hmm. you know, where age is, 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 is working against you, to consistently rise to the occasion every time, despite your health, despite mm-hmm. the circumstances, played on good teams, played on bad teams, how do you find a way to be a leader and a good teammate at the mm-hmm. same time? Because you talk to any of those guys that played with him, like he ran that team, but they, he, all, he found a way for them all to be a great contributor in some way or another. And a lot of those people that sort of surrounded him went on to do some pretty cool things too. Steve Kerr, you know, mm-hmm. coach of the national champion Warriors, um, talks a lot about how Michael would lead by example and raise his game to other people. So I would love that opportunity. So if you run into him, you know, yes. down in Charlotte or something yep, like that, of course. the chance to sort of go through what some of those harder seasons were like, how do you work that way? You know, because he was never the coach. He had a coach, yet still made that level of leadership. So, uh, you know, it's the first person that comes to mind. So wow. maybe I'll get that opportunity. Maybe. We'll they say, I just recently talked to a scientist who said, uh, degrees of separation is not uh, six, it's really like two or three. Um, and so it only takes a few people listening who You're can right. get this to Mr. Jordan. Okay. Uh, I believe it. Yeah, I'm put around. it out I'll be, there. I'll be waiting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You never know. You get that call. You're like, yeah. I heard your podcast. I'm yeah. like, yes, let's get that in media. <laughs> um, no, that's cool, man. Well, thank you for playing. I know you're a busy guy. Um, I've always respected you and I've always looked up to you as someone who um, was fun to be around because you just have this charismatic energy that's so contagious. Um, but you also, I also, you know, for me starting out in my career, I was so sorry as someone who just worked his butt off. Um, and so it just makes me, it's a, it, it's, it excites me that you are where back then you wanted to be. Because again, we're, you're going to always keep moving up. But back then I knew that you wanted that publisher spot. And it's so cool to, to see it because I think and know that, you know, you're someone that deserves it. Well, thank you. Um, so anyway, thank that you. was a side yeah. moment. But well, come, 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 come back, and we'll do this again in the next 15 years. I know. And you can see what you see what I'm doing then. Oh, who knows? Podcasts might not be around. We'll see. Uh, there could be some cool new technology. Um, but it's the end of seven question, guys. And at the end, I always ask my guests to nominate someone. Mm-hmm. And who would you like to nominate? Uh, so there's a college buddy of mine, mm-hmm. a guy named Kirk Rudell. Who's a TV writer out in LA, local, and uh, and and Kirk, in addition to having written for a bunch of uh, shows that you would know, mm-hmm. um, in fact today I think I saw him on CNN.com, is uh, pretty prolific on Twitter with certain political causes, mm-hmm. and uh, most recently uh, put out a Twitter feed um, involving a Saudi Arabian. Um, actor and comedian that he had worked with and some of the challenges that um, this guy and his wife had gone through in that country Mm. Um, and it's been picked up throughout all the national press and he's actually starting a movement right now so Kirk you'll be like who's booty and why is he calling me yes Um, but just know I put this out there okay perfect so so Kirk's my guy all right thank you I will be reaching out to you Kirk Um, well thank you Dan I appreciate your time for those listening this is booty and this is seven questions seven questions is where i ask world leaders and people i find fascinating seven questions uh it's been an honor to have dan here today if you didn't listen to the intro dan is the uh publisher and vice president and cro chief revenue officer of hgtv magazine here at hearst magazines um on uh in new york city (laughs) um thank you again dan and uh please subscribe if you're Uh, not subscribing already 
and please comment below and let us know your thoughts.